Second Bananas is recorded on unceded Indigenous land belonging to the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. Unceded means that this land was never surrendered, relinquished, or handed over in any way. We support the various strategies that Indigenous peoples use to protect their land and their communities, and we commit to working in solidarity with them. We acknowledge that as people living and working on these lands, we are accountable to those who have cared for this land since time immemorial. It is our intention to continue learning how to honor this responsibility. It's also got like I think like Kate Miles in it, which is like very obviously much younger than Marky Mark and like his romantic interest and she's like in a bra and everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's still a very like two thousand six ass uh, action movie. Right. But it's a good one. I'm pretty sure I remember seeing it at some point. Yeah. Are you guys do Should we do a pod? Yeah. Should we? Should we get into it? Want to do it? a pod? I mean, I could get into it. Yeah. We could get into it. We get into yeah. it a lot. I'm excited to get into it. I'm interested in talking about mRNA and it's Is that origin what we're talking story. About? Okay. Fuck yeah. Well, let me intro this puppy and then we'll talk about some mRNA and the woman who invented it. Right? <laughs> yeah, I believe she did. In, no, she didn't invent it. But um, Or did she? She has, Well, she, she she's part make, of its origin she, story. She makes it. She, she does make it in the lab. So okay, that's well, kind of like inventing it, although wait, it wasn't the first time it was. Okay, but mRNA, I was thinking like mRNA was like some part of DNA. I thought it was. Well, it's, it is different. Uh, the, Let me the enter mRNA, the pod yeah, and then yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah, we save the juicy we'll MRA talk for when MRNA talk when we get to it. All right. Oh, hi, everybody. Hey, welcome to Second Bananas, the podcast about history's greatest Garfunkels. Uh, I'm one of your hosts. I'm Joe, and I'm feeling fine this evening. How are we doing, fellow hosts? Real good. So good. Thank you, Wes. <laughs> and Craig, what about you? How are you doing on this fine day? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well also. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Oh, anytime. I love having you on, <laughs> yeah. on your own podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to be had. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, I, me too. Honestly, we're all here to be had. We're all here to be. I'm here to be had, had on a podcast time. So, yeah. Um. To, today, uh, who's our second banana today, Wes? Oh yeah, our second banana today is one Dr. Catlin Carico, or Katie, as she prefers to be named. Ooh. She is. Lots of people probably have never heard the name, but I've she, never heard of her. No, but. She's a absolute rock star of a scientist, and I wouldn't be surprised if she wins a Nobel Prize one day in the near future, because she is the scientist. So she's still alive. She is still alive. She is a true living legend, I would call her. Um, Um, We've got a Nobel Prize uh, prediction as well. I think that's a podcast first, I think. I'm going to put her up there. It takes a while. Takes a long while for the Nobels to come down the pipe. That's so. okay. That's okay. We, these these are digitized podcasts. Right. They'll live yeah. forever. We'll, we'll we'll have no problem remembering we'll, this we'll and bringing it, it up when she does. We will. We will. We're gonna we're gonna put this up on a scoreboard. Uh, you guys can't see it, but we've got the big second bananas uh, <laughs> board, and uh, we've got Wes uh, predicting Doctor Carico 
getting a Nobel Prize at 10 to 1 odds. So Mm -hmm. uh, get your bets in quickly. Uh, And right next to the board is one of those Budweiser uh, goal lights that you used to be able to get when you bought a bunch of beer. Mm. When you put batteries (laughs) in and the the home team scores, it it goes off. So exciting. Just waiting waiting for that nomination. Probably um, not as exciting. I will say, if any of our listeners has one of those and wants to donate it to the podcast <laughs> so we can have a matching set, yeah, uh, please let us know. It would be That'd wonderful. Be um, and if you could pl- please rewire it to coincide with the Nobel laureate announcements would yes, also be good. Yeah, that would be good. Just, <laughs> we don't want to know uh, how it works. We just want to know that it works. Get, yeah. get on the, I'm sure one of you has a Raspberry Pi kit that you can modified to do that somehow right yeah, it's, that's it's how probably it, easy like i just the, the only thing i know about raspberry pies is that you can you can do anything you want with them if you're smart yes you can so. do anything you want with it much like dr carico tried to use oh, mrna to make biological bodies do whatever she wants them to do by building Ooh, nice. the proteins wow. that she wants them to yes yes she was like the great thing about it is like I, I love talking about these types of scientists because like she had such a great idea so long ago and she basically spent her whole career trying to get people to look at her research and realize how impactful it could be uh, and then like carry on with it once like people realize and she's that, still hey, alive right is, like she's now. Yes. This Still isn't we're, we're not talking like posthumous Nobel Prize. No, Do they no. award those? Have they done that before? So that's Is the thing. Nobels, like... you cannot win posthumously. If you die, oh, you do not get a oh, Nobel man. Prize, which Disqualified. is qualified. Just one of the I mentioned this during the Rosalind Franklin I, uh podcast, which is one of my reasons that she never got one, is because she died a few years before right. they were handed out to that's so Watson messed and up, Craig. and that gives me so much anxiety. Yeah, man. For, like, I didn't scientists. know that the stakes were yeah. so were this high. Well, in terms of that, like big recognition, yeah, they yeah. should they should fix that, especially like like I think like the biggest thing we've discovered on this podcast is just how many people get fucked over in science. For credit. yeah, and and those like again, those are my favorite scientists, the ones that die even before they realize how impactful their discoveries and inventions, and 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 even little tweaks to certain things. Yeah, how, the, how yeah, just like that actually of their work. And yeah. yeah, a lot of times uh, they'll die before before the tree lies because it's just like it'll be someone years down the line that digs up a research paper that somehow can fit that research into like the research they're doing. And it's like the missing piece of a puzzle or something. And, and that yes, also science. kind of explains the limitation on Nobel P- Nobel Science Prizes or whatever, because like it does feel like almost every invention from 100 years ago is now like vitally important to our lives. You know, in a way, like, I think like it might, it would make it a lot harder. It would just like widen the candidates field so much because like, you just don't know what's going to come down the pipe with science. Like science is so fucking cool and weird that like, yeah, someone might like discover something a hundred years ago and be like, I discovered how to make jam out of toothpaste. And they're (laughs) like, like, okay, whatever. And then like 50 years later, they're like, we can also use this formula to turn water into oil. Right. (laughs) <laughs> or whatever right and then or all of a sudden versa. it's like now let's reorder our whole mode of production around yeah or oil into water and like all of a sudden we got yeah. like an entire whole system builds up around it and it's like well totally this guy from like 100 years ago like 
I guess we got to award him a Nobel Prize now. Like, imagine how many of those guys. Richard, though. yeah, Richard Toilet, Richard Toilet from the 1800s who got yeah. the shaft <laughs> died before he could yeah. be truly appreciated by the. All his yeah. credit was, was stolen John by Crapper. that carpetbagger sure Thomas Crapper. Yeah, <laughs> or Thomas Crapper. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, I like the idea that there was like a Richard Toilet as well, and John Crapper <laughs> like stole his yeah. idea. I forget so, who it was. Somebody tried to re envision the toilet recently, it, and it was this Republican dude. And the idea was, I like how you said Richard Toilet, because the whole idea was that he needed to make a big dick toilet. He was trying to sell this toilet. Oh, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to. He, he, does, he never says in the ad, but Who like, was that? this Honda is a toilet Sand? for, you know, when you sit in the toilet and your thing's like dangling in the water, it's like, you don't want that. You want this toilet with the big, deep basin. Math, Matthew Whitaker. Oh my God. That sounds like the guy. Yeah. Oh, big do not, guy. do not, uh, do not look at the Google image search when you Google big dick toilet. <laughs> it, it does not show many toilets. Well, it shows do, a lot of toilets with something Google in front big of it. Dick toilet. Period. <laughs> no, I yeah, would definitely recommend ready. you Google this. Actually, <laughs> uh, oh, this was like an, the uh, acting. Oh yeah, this is like the acting attorney general in Trump's. Oh my god. Yeah, he is. He is. Anyways, yeah, you can. Imagine. I guess tonight is just going to be me trying to take us down as many rabbit holes as possible, and Wes like <laughs> yanking us back onto the path. I'll I'll try not I'll, to do it too in much. In a complete but... departure from the usual. Yeah, no, I, this oh. has never happened before. <laughs> I I mean this one was worth it. So if we yeah, if we're gonna bring Big Dick Toilet into the podcast, it's probably <laughs> Big Dick Toilet okay from Arkansas, tangent. Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, um, but yes, I would like to 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 share with you um, some information about this this scientist, Dr. Catlin Carico, Katie. Yes, the mRNA vaccine person behind that. It is her research that she basically did with with very little help from other people like she she worked really hard to try and uh like continue her research in the face of many setbacks um so i i highly credit her with being like kind of almost single-handedly delivering us the mrna vaccine because if it wasn't single-handedly no less Yeah. yeah if it wasn't for her like we definitely would not have been where we are today single with mRNA vaccines. Or single-strandedly. Ah, I like yeah. it. mRNA is a single strand. It's not yes. the double helix. Yes. So very good, Craig. Very good. So what why don't we why don't we dumb it down for old Joe here? And why don't mm-hmm. you explain to me what M- mRNA is? Okay. I almost so said like, MNRA. So yeah. 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 Okay. Different. So it's similar to DNA. Like DNA is uh it's like the the deoxyribose sugar mrna uses ribose sugar so that's like where the rna as opposed to the dna comes in um and then the m is messenger so messenger like RNA, art, Bake, art blakey's jazz messengers I, yes exactly, I will say exactly Except it's like, like art it's like uh dr cat K- katie carico's uh uh um vaccine messengers i don't know she was just scatting, scatting, jazz scatting away into the petri dish one day, and bah, yeah, she was. She was, I was like, I'm about salt. to improvise some mRNA. <laughs> it's really about the DNA I don't have. Yeah, mRNA exactly. is definitely. It's more of a freestyle kind yes. of nucleotide strand. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that's what it is. It, 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 exactly it's like for jazz. kind of like yeah, carrying the message, the the whatever that message is that that they're cooking up. 
in the jazz lab. Um, so it will carry that so message to the DNA. what if I injected my kid with an, an MNR, mRNA strand that made him love Art Blakey and the jazz messengers? I mean, in all honesty, that could potentially be a thing. You could probably think of, as long as you have enough knowledge, you could make an mRNA that codes for, let's say, whatever proteins you need to like build the those hormones what is it what's the love one oxytocin or something yeah do that and then you essentially did you, you've injected them with mrna that made them love it might be like it might not be as specific to something that you like but they'll probably be feeling that effect it's an important point just love <laughs> love in itself. general from objectively good yeah i mean i hope I think so. so what, what do, do you think but what are you, you what objectively you loving, good you could objectively be loving something good. that's bad so yeah wait are you uh, saying are blakey and the jazz messengers are bad no i'm taking it away from that specific example <laughs> and broadening oh, okay. it out to a, a deeper philosophical question in order to derail yeah. so that west can bring us <laughs> back if to you, katie carico what is love <laughs> burp, burp. if all love is good then but you can love something that's bad yeah. you, you're still imparting something good onto that thing that's bad so but there's still a relative goodness for yourself because you're still <laughs> you're still receiving the benefits of right the act of loving right uh, the, all of the chemical benefits of loving even though what you love might be destructive and toxic baby don't mm -hmm. hurt me mm -hmm. no more <laughs> In any case, if, if you were successful, <laughs> Joe, you're you're on the list for the Nobel Prize. Oh, below Katie. Oh, see now and I'm just just giving me more anxiety. I didn't know I was in the run. But you I really it. don't need any more anxiety. I'm I have I know right. That's just that's too much pressure. I'm bowing out. Oh, fair. Uh, okay. Luckily, I, this board has is a whiteboard, and we have a an eraser. Oh, okay, good. Or um, a whiteboard, yeah. much like the board that Katie. No. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, we'll get back to it. I just want to point out transition. one other thing that we hadn't considered yet. Uh, if I'm able to do that with with a, a human being, are you a monster? <laughs> yes. Oh, I mean, I am a monster. Yes. We, we can. We can. We can. We don't need to do a thought experiment there. Fair but does that mean free will is bullshit? Oh, mm. you do not. You do not want to get me started on free will because oh, Wes, are you I a actually full-on determinist? I kind of am now. I didn't used to be. Hell yeah, but bro! I'm I coming know. around, and I actually do think that free will is somewhat of an illusion. <laughs> but we're not going to go down. I'll I'll probably I'll find something that I can tie. We'll that do into an the episode. On it. Yeah, I would love we'll to do, do an episode on because it, it's actually one of my favorite topics of yeah. discussion currently. Cool. Dang. But anyways, back to uh, Dr. Carico. She was born in Hungary, a Hungarian scientist, born in Zolnok, 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 Zolnok. It might be Zolnok. I think Zol like Zolnok. That sounds better. Zol yeah, sometimes the S Z or the C Z in in some like Slavic languages mm -hmm. um, are formed like a shish or a ch. That's that sounds uh, correct. Is a tough word to pronounce. I'm going to say Zolnok. I know. The, uh, Zolnok. The, 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 the Hungary understander has logged on. Thank you. Thank I'm you. here. Please hit <laughs> Don't us worry. Up. Okay, yeah. yes. So that's where she grew up. Or sorry, that's where she was born. She was born Sorry, can Zolnok. you say the name of the town again? I think we missed it. It's Zolnok, but I'm going to need you to help me with the no, town no. she was actually yeah. born in. 
It's, okay. Can um, you can you just say it the way you you okay? Readers, listeners, wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait. Before yeah. Wes says this, I want you all to look up the word. Like, have the word in front of you. But he, they don't know what word it Wes is. Say to pronounce this. They're not going to be able to look it up because they I can't figure said it, it out. They're adults. We'll put the link in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. So go to the show notes first, and then come yeah. back and listen to the yeah. podcast. Uh, Pause anyway. the podcast. Do some homework. Then come back and listen to Wes say that uh, uh, the town she grew of- up in the. What do you think, Craig? There's some umlas and some accent aigus. There's like a plethora of them, so I have no idea what the actual At pronunciation is. Okay, my, more. my take on it is kisujalas. Kisujalas. Kisujalas, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. That sounds right. Kisujalas. Okay. Kisujalas. Is close enough for me. Anyway, yeah. if anyone knows the right pronunciation of that, we can. Small we, town. We're happy Small to get yelled at about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's where she grew. Population ten thousand. She had a very humble upbringing. She lived in a small house with a reed roof, no running water or electricity or refrigerator. But how um, did she know about our mRNA then? Well, at this point, she didn't have nobody did. Nobody Whoa. knew about it yet. Uh, but yes, so she wasn't really aware of her modest upbringing because uh, all of her neighbors kind of were in the same position and she was just having a, a happy childhood, oblivious it's just an upbringing. to the uh, wonders of modern technology like elect- electricity and refrigeration. Uh, her father was a butcher, her mother was a bookkeeper, um, and from a very young age, she was developing this interest in the sciences that she kind of got from... I think observing her father kind of like in the butcher shop uh, father like, when, when he was butching. Yeah. When he was butching, he was, uh, I think mostly pork. And so uh, like she'd be cutting up these, like these big porks, which have very similar uh, like kind of organs and, and, uh, and, and body parts to, to humans. And yeah, I feel like the weird part about this is this could also be the origin story of a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> I had that, that written down as like, yeah. Do you? She, oh my God. Could have gone either way. She doesn't go like, she's got sisters and they're always very uh, disgusted by her father, like chopping up these pigs. But but she was always very fascinated seeing like the inner workings of these animals and the entrails, which pretty sure you're right. That is textbook serial killer uh, MO. So, but also uh, scientists. So also <laughs> Like that's also potentially a great biologist for the ones that don't become serial killers. Yeah, this is the bind scientists. that parents are in, right? It's like right. on one hand, yeah. do I encourage this? This do could I... be, you know, the next uh, Doctor Carico. On the other hand, it could be the next Eileen Warnos. We don't know. We just, I... yeah, it's it could gone either way uh, at that point. So I don't know what you're supposed to do as a parent when uh, your child is fascinated with uh, dead animals and entrails. But luckily. This one, I think, has a happy ending. I so, mean, um, technically, she could also have just been like, can't wait to have some bacon again. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> you know, maybe that's where it all started. Mm, you know, people food. start they one way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, they start one way. They're, get, they're into something. They're just like, and then they start. the. It's like Pavlov's dog or whatever. You know, uh, yeah. Schrodinger's Once bell. Those... I don't know. <laughs> like eventually, <laughs> eventually the I... process itself <laughs> causes you're just like, she just got so used to being like, uh, oh, dad's chopping up a pig. We're going to have bacon tonight. Oh, yeah, that's, that's Pavlov's dog for yeah. sure. That's the bell, the bell slobber. Yeah. Gross. But I have a question. I knew that. Do, mm-hmm. did, either, did either of you ever witness an animal being butchered? Actually, I, Slaughtered? 
not not in live per not in person i don't think no i i mean i did the dissections in lab class but i never watched a animal slaughtered in front of me that i can recall uh only if you count the 2020 election (laughs) donald trump was no i I don't know uh okay that's fine then um no yeah i i want to say no as well i've seen i've seen animals post yeah i think i would like i've been to like to, a like a I mean, like a not like to. stuff i don't think i've ever actually seen one i think it could change my alive, perspective alive and then yeah. dead yeah. yeah i think we do dispense so much misery on certain sections of the animal population that uh oh yeah, yeah. it could it it's could shame. i'd say it's that. the shame of one of the shames the great shames of modern humanity yeah yeah is commercial yeah. agriculture for <laughs> To, to know the you things. You heard it here. Craig that, hates farmers. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only the ones That's that fair. slaughter innocent animals. Yeah. That's right. I'm, I'm willing to adhere to that binary. <laughs> true. I, yeah. Um, Sorry, happily, uh, Kalen does not become a, a crazy serial killer. That we know of. That, yeah. That we, we don't. Ex- <laughs> that we know. Exactly, exactly. Right? She. I mean, Dr. it sounds like to the pod if you want. She to, is from Hungary. It does, and Hungary like... is in Eastern Europe. Right, Eastern and Europe is home to the notorious Dracula. It's true, and this, coincidence. Uh, from what I, I hear, my logic is sound. <laughs> from what I no. hear, in about eight years, all of these uh, mRNA vaccine recipients are gonna be experiencing some real shit. No, they're gonna be fully Draculizing. <laughs> That would be very funny <laughs> if she got if she yeah. actually won the Nobel Prize for inventing vampires. And then right there, <laughs> she's like accepting the speech. Everyone just like yeah. become vampires. It's awesome. like the scene in Blade where they have the blood rave and the like the sprinkler system is like pound pouring the blood down, but it's like a Nobel Prize. She's just like dancing with a blood soaked Nobel Prize. The 79th annual Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> yeah oh my God. i'm down for this amazing and, and steven dorf is there so oh, dr yeah. carico secret <laughs> vampire perhaps. yeah yeah uh yes yeah, so she um she actually obviously becomes excels in her biology classes in elementary school and by the time she's in eighth grade she is considered among the top three biology students in all of hungary which wow. i don't even know how they that seems like an interesting allocate. Like, it I would don't... be funny if there were only like three of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That remember. was it. That's an, that's all Hungary has <laughs> is like the three. three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she's number three, and but that's what, what they don't tell you. But what grade are the other two in? That's yeah, really yeah, good point. That's true. Yeah. Maybe there's only one eighth grade class, but no. <laughs> uh, I imagine it's a pretty prestigious thing, and oh, yeah. uh, and and she takes that to heart and goes on to college where she studies biology. And then does very well, goes on to graduate school, also in Hungary. And while she's there, she hears about something that she becomes very passionate Vampirism. about. <laughs> Vampirism. No. Draculism. No. no, she's not a Dracula, Joe. She could be. <laughs> that we know of. You, yeah, that we <laughs> know of. Exactly. <laughs> of course, yes. Um, no, not Draculism. She hears of this recently discovered molecule that's getting the scientific community all a buzzing. The molecule is called messenger RNA, mRNA. Called so because it is the messenger between DNA molecules in our cells. Um, 
And it was found that like, yeah, mRNA contains these blueprints. They're like instructions that then they bring that to the DNA. And then that tells the DNA what kind of proteins they're supposed to, to make, how they're supposed to synthesize. Tells yeah, the exactly. DNA whether you're going to be flat or thick. Yeah. <laughs> right. the, the only thing that the only choice that really matters mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in this world, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah if you got it, yeah, it's important. You got to, you got to have the DNA to get that dump truck. Yeah. <laughs> the Badonka dump. It's, it's all in the genes. That's really what Dr. Carrico's work was all about. Yeah. How can I get my, how my, can I get my country people better Badonka donks? I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to. Or as they say in Hungary, Bzidonka donks. Sizonka donks. Sizonka donks. Yeah, exactly. I won't speculate at all of her motivations, but unlike. Oh, I will. A lot of her peers, evidently, she immediately sees like a fountain of potential in mRNA because it's like, yes, if you can, if you know what molecules are responsible for telling the other cells in your body, what to make and how to act, you can probably manipulate them to get the cells in your body to do different things like say insulin or something, or like, which is like a hormone that we secrete that's vital to metabolism regulation. People with diabetes can't Breaking regulate sugar. it. Yeah, yeah. Totally. and they're yeah. in a bad situation because they can't. But you can manipulate that DNA just like a pickup artist yeah. manipulates women. Yeah, you could. You totally. could. She's like, seeing this big picture, it's like if we can control this thing, we can tell ourselves to do the things we want them to do, and maybe some very bad illnesses can be mediated or even eliminated altogether. This woman uh, is from Hungary, you say. She's from Hungary. What is, is her from, opinion on Jews? Um, I'm going to say favorable. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I'm yeah, just I, saying she's talking about, you know, <laughs> we can, we can, uh, we can fix those genes. We can make sure that uh, right. everybody is the perfect uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The phenotype like proportion. With any, like with any tool, there are obviously yeah. right. various applications. Right. Unfortunately, she can't change your DNA. She can only change what your DNA does. So probably can't change. Or actually, so she couldn't unjew me. She could just make me like more Jewy. Yeah, that's or interesting. I wonder. Right. Maybe it, you'd still be the same Jew, but you would present with more. Yeah, or less I'd, I'd Jewishness. be more nebbishy. I'd, I'd, I, I, I mean, I would take it back. You probably could. More like, like you probably could change your phenotype eventually using mRNA. So she interesting. Might have, Okay. She might have like, had some people calling down her door. The next generation of Joes and Joina and Joe X's would Josephine X's <laughs> would be not potentially as Jewish as current Joe is. See, I knew it. Yeah. I knew so she was up to no good. I knew that's we're talking theoretically. We're theoretically. Talking theoretically. <laughs> we're all, I mean, it's all this is just a thought experiment. Incidentally, you could also just make decisions to do that yourself. That's so. true. I could I could do that. <laughs> Are you, are you, are you encouraging me to, to no, I'm make just those observing. decisions? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just observing your Jewishness, <laughs> writing it down, putting it on a list. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Checking it twice. <laughs> just in time for Hanukkah. I'm That's sure works, it's, right? I, what's horrible is this woman. Every time I say something like this, I make a joke like this. I'm like, 
Right. This woman is alive. She could potentially listen to this. <laughs> oh, totally. Wow. We, it's not very often that we do a second banana that's alive. I feel yeah. Uh, yeah, some yeah. slander notifications coming. Yeah, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Perico. I, oh, I can only hope. <laughs> I don't I don't believe you're anti-Semitic. That's for yeah. the papers to decide. Uh, but history we'll will see. judge you, yeah. is all I'm saying. We'll see. We'll see how your discoveries you are used our in the years to come. And <laughs> yeah, we will, will be see. judged. We will see. And we will judge. Also, thank you for listening to our podcast. I really appreciate <laughs> it. And please excuse Joe's butchered uh, Hungarian attempts at a Hungarian accent. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not my forte. <laughs> my fortes are bad English accents and, and I don't know, something else. Yeah. Listing his fortes is his second forte. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, Wes, I'll bring us back this time. So uh, she hears all about mRNA. She's heard about it, and she's decided that uh, she needs to know more about it. She needs to research it. She needs to make this her the focus of her career. Um, but the year is 1977 when she's in grad school, and basically the scientific community thinks that using mrna in this way is just a pipe dream like you're you're just you're you're dreaming you're dreaming girl that's what they say she's just a no talent <laughs> punk inspired yeah. by the punks who debuted in 77 yeah that's why not... they didn't like her because she was too punk just like the music of the exactly. time exactly uh so she kind of yeah she she she's like whatever i'm still going to focus on this and she start work, starts working on her phd in hungary and she's trying to do some research on mrna but it's quite difficult because at this time there's really no tools for like kind of making and isolating mrna in the lab today it's pretty routine um uh, especially in like a well funded lab uh but 45 years ago, not so much. And so, like, even if she could manage to isolate like, and analyze mRNA, the mRNA. Get out of here. I'm a 70s factory guy with a union job, and I know what we're talking about, and it's transistors. Transistors are going to wave of the future, baby. Get out of here with your mRNA. Right. Uh, yeah, so it would have been considered impossible for a scientist to manipulate a molecule and then insert it back into a living cell when it would still be functional like that had never been done um and some of the nobel prize or like you can't you can't insert you can't insert the the mrna in that way you got to use a transistor baby it all comes back to transistors (laughs) in a few years we'll be inserting transistors into our cells i promise you (laughs) uh yeah so like no no one thinks she can do this the nobel prize scientists who discovered mrna say mrna will never be used for medicine you should just focus on something else. You're barking up the wrong tree. Focus on so, transistors, okay? So what did... Sorry. I mean, if they won Nobel Prizes for it, it was just the fact that it didn't have an application? No, so sh- the people who discovered mRNA yeah, uh, like a few years ago got the Nobel Prize for that discovery, yeah. Oh, okay. They just just but, for discovering but the, it. But those and, same people at that time... Mm-hmm. They were even more maligned. They were saying like this isn't worth pursuing. Yeah, those same people were saying like you you shouldn't you shouldn't look into this as a as a viable medical treatment because the molecules won't be even if you can isolate it and get it outside of a cell and then manipulate it, the molecule won't survive long enough like outside of a cell to then 
have you insert it back into a cell and then be functional within that cell. That, so, they, they thought that was kind of impossible at the time. Got it. Okay. And she, hmm, interesting. But, yeah. but, they, but they themselves went on to pursue it. Well, Carico did. No right. one else but, did. So this right. is literally like okay. the people who, in, who, who discovered mRNA doing this. That's what you're saying. The people like, who discovered MRNA were this. telling her it's a yeah. fruitless endeavor. Yeah. They were like, yeah, this is cool, but it's just some shit we did in college. We were just kind of fucking around. We didn't know. Yeah. We didn't They're know like, we'd invent a whole new science, but it's a dead end now. They didn't know how to close That's, the gap between how it could be actually applied. We didn't know we were inventing the, yeah. the Mars Volta of science. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> think of like something that people get really into in college. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so basically she's getting kind of shut down. They're saying, hey, why you just don't do something that you can actually do? Don't try and do this impossible thing. Um, Katie, she, Katie, baby. You're not going to get anywhere with this mRNA stuff, okay? You got to get back into the future is transistors. <laughs> I'm telling you, I invented mRNA, and I wish I had invented the transistor. <laughs> yeah, like. She's she's not getting a lot of encouragement from the scientific community at this point. Um, uh, yeah, so she she finishes up her PhD in Hungary and um, decides like she, despite what people are saying, she wants to continue pursuing this and uh, decides that uh, she needs to to move to the states to do this because just as she's becoming enthralled by the idea of like utilizing this mRNA as a biological tool, her lab runs out of funding and it's a oh. devastating blow to her because this was like the, like top, a top tier lab in Hungary. And it was kind of her dream position to do research there. Uh, but without the funding there, it's not going to be able to get the tools it needs to do the mRNA research. And so she decides that she has to move to the States where they have the, um, kind of the, the the labs and the support she needs to do this kind of research. Um, can I, uh, I can ask a question. Where sure. in the States did she move? Do you know? Uh, she lands in, in Philadelphia. So Pennsylvania. Yeah. Philadelphia. There's yeah. A lot of Jews flip, in Philadelphia. Flip, flip okay. Delphia. Okay. I heard it's always okay. sunny there. Yeah, it is always sunny there. There's, there's a big Jewish community in Philadelphia, I think. Not like as big as like Chicago, but. Yeah. Um, Maybe, you know, I'm starting to think maybe she's not, maybe, you know, maybe my, my, my theories are unfounded about her. Maybe your straw man yeah. uh, <laughs> anti-Semitism maybe that you the, built up around maybe her. the thing I made up crumble. in my head isn't, isn't as real because, uh, well, because of another goodness. detail I've also made up in my head. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I just want to put it like right from the very start. So right from the moment Carico like heard about mRNA, she knew that this was something that like could potentially impact the lives of millions like if not the entire world like she had that vision so from even though the start and even though her peers were telling her otherwise yeah she's like this that's silly yeah i just yeah. want to emphasize like, that she never wavered in knowing like this yeah, is that's something awesome. important that I, I, needs to yeah. be worked on I like the idea that she was just like every time people were like no, 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 you're getting this or anything all wrong. She'd just be like, that's silly. And then yeah. like, get back to work. <laughs> yeah. That would be like, awesome. Or just like, okay, whatever you say. <laughs> right. And, and she, carry on. And as we'll see, like she experiences so much rejection and never wavers. Uh, so yeah. So now it's about 1985. She moves to the U S she brings her, her husband and, and two-year-old daughter with her. 
Um, and it's quite a culture shock for her because, uh, like, I was listening to this New York Times interview that she did, and she's kind of reminiscing. All an the Jews. <laughs> never, never mentions the Jews, but I'm sure they oh, were. She never mentions us either. That see, that <laughs> yeah. can also be a red flag. Definitely. Too much all mentioning right. them or not all enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think you they gotta mention us just the right amount. All right. Yeah. Right. Like, for example, the amount that Joe mentions Jews well, might be a little mm, bit problematic. Mm, but, yeah. you know, being Jewish. That's just my self hating Jewishness. <laughs> Obviously. It's like if Obviously. I had to, if I were just constantly mentioning average white dudes, then that would, you guys would be like, Craig simmer down with your fucking hey, average white hey. dude bringing up a thing <laughs> i just think that's normal <laughs> that's me the normal average Wes, white you dude. do actually yep. mention average white dudes a lot i wonder if uh i wonder if there's some prejudice there mm. some old reverse yeah. racism i i mean reverse not conscious <laughs> a concept that totally exists right yeah 100% real. It's a racism. It's like, just like my entire theory about this woman. Isn't that very just real? Racist? Very true. Yeah, exactly. uh, it is. <laughs> so they're in the US. Uh, her two year old is uh, in Philly. That must have been them. interesting. Going, I yeah, guess at yeah. two, you're pretty young. You probably don't remember a lot. But The Reagan years. Uh, it was a good time. Oh. I was Great born time. in 1985, so clearly a lot was a lot of good I stuff was happening. I was born in 85. You walked into that one, you, Joe. You were well, really, this is like two years it. older than me. That's the best part. I still walked into it. <laughs> but, uh, I, didn't uh, walk into it. I was born in 1985. I'm an old curmudgeon about it. Oh, it's a good year. It's 1985. So anyway, Carico moves to 85, the year Joe was born. Or sorry, moves to the US, the year Joe was born. Uh, but so this, this was actually a, a big culture shock, and it was actually quite difficult because uh she's like she's getting all this anxiety about like buying credit cards and having to pay for things in American dollars. Because like I said, like she's she's from like a meager beginning and like she wasn't like making tons of money as a scientist yet she just got out of uh like grad school she just finished her phd so she really hadn't started making money yet and the way things are structured in hungary at that time at least i don't know if it's still like that now there's only so much money that's allowed to leave the country at a time so you can't just take out your life savings and go live somewhere else that wasn't the government won't let you do that yeah. um and so the only way that she would have been able that to, money is the people's money you're just yeah. borrowing it so she would only have been able to have like a sustainable life in America and pay for stuff if like she would have to smuggle all of her money like out of the country, which is like not even a lot. It's probably like $12,000 maybe or something like that. And and so they basically smuggle that on, out of Hungary in their daughter's teddy bear. Um, and and that's how they were able to set up shop in, in Philadelphia when oh, they got man. there. I would have been sweating it during that move. Yeah, right. I would have felt bad. Oh, I would have yeah. felt bad taking that money away from the people of Hungary. Honestly, I'm <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm a good I'm a good citizen. That. Totally. Yeah. She. Yeah, she, I'm she, sure she, there's she definitely no. owes some interest being torn. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Fair. But I mean, she had the vision. Like she was going against what her peers and like what the you know the academic world that she was immersed in was kind of. Like, hey, why are you swimming upstream on this one? Like, why don't you yeah, just yeah. go with the flow? mRNA is not going like, to pan this out. This disputes Lysenkoism. <laughs> we cannot allow this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but 
but honestly it seems like she's kind of got that maverick like i don't know maverick's kind of a stupid word too but you know what i mean just like that goose <laughs> are you saying she's kind of like an, an a, a, a she's like a, a scientific an top entrepreneur <laughs> Possibly a, a girl boss. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Maybe, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know if I necessarily would put it econ, econ, in economic terms, but maybe she did. I'm, you know, I don't want to. I like how you pro- took my like mean spirited jab. You were like, mm, well, I'm going to take this in good faith and explain what I meant. But what are you going to do? Not look out for your own well being? Like we're all living in capitalism to a certain degree, right? Yeah. No, oh, I'm no I, I don't. I, I'm, yeah. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm, yeah, I'm I'm totally not serious, of course. She she owned she owned that money. I don't know. It was yeah. her money and she took it with her all the no, way to Philadelphia. I, I do think you're touching on something though. Like she would have had to have been probably torn. Like yeah. I don't know, the the country that you that gave that gave her the the country that facilitated her gaining the education that she did doing mm-hmm. this work, yeah. realizing like for me this whole early section is just like I'm just so impressed when people can find what they want to do and are just like so focused on like totally. this. I am willing to literally spend the rest of my life doing this because mm-hmm. I understand yeah, yeah. that this is like my calling, yeah. mm-hmm. which is clearly at least to some degree the case with this with this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like I, I'm always so impressed at that. Yeah, well, I'm I think jealous. like it's <laughs> not oh, for time. nothing, but like how many scientists in the U.S. came from a, a house with no running water, you know? Well, I, yeah, I think a lot of scientists in the U.S. Like, came from a lot of other places where they probably yeah, didn't have water. Well, that's right. yeah, lot, exactly, right? I guess India. that's true. Yeah, um, but like, yeah, like, like, yeah, like maybe it was this the maybe she was conflicted about it. Maybe she wasn't. Maybe she was, you know, whatever. But yeah, it's kind of orthogonal to the story too. I think that's that's definitely an interesting point. Like, you know, we tend to, you know, I'm trying. It wasn't I'm not, an easy choice. It was, yeah, no, it was actually a very difficult choice for her to leave Hungary because, like I said, she was she loved the position that she was at. And if she had never heard of mRNA, she probably would have stayed there for her entire life. Yeah. But she met this molecule and it changed her <laughs> in much the same way. She would in use the same it way to that change Art Blakey the physiology. And jazz messengers changed me. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she's in Philadelphia and the day after her plane lands, she starts work at a lower level postdoctoral position. Um, Cause yeah, like she's coming from Hungary where she was a top tier scientist. Now she's in the States and she's kind of this lower level scientist, but yeah, yeah that's what you got to do. I guess she was America. actually just like a, a cab driver or like a dishwasher or something. <laughs> yeah. like, just the classic, I like, mean, yeah, he came over from wherever and he, he used to be a scientist. Now he's like a yeah, I'm, dishwasher. And honestly, like, that wouldn't like have surprised doing, me if that's doing where experiments she had to start. in her, like she opens the dishwasher and it's like a little autoclave. Popped out. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, Carico, are you doing science back here. there? No, I'm washing the dishes. Get I mean, a, don't come in. Don't come in. To, she gets to a point in her career where I, I feel like that was almost what she was doing. But at this point, at least she's got a lab. She's got a position. She's doing some research on him. Well, she's not quite doing research on mRNA, but she's got a position. She's in the States. That's a start. Um, but uh, so she's at, I don't know where she starts, but she quickly um, transfers to um, to the University of Pennsylvania, where they do have well-funded labs where she would be able to finally uh, get the ball rolling on some mRNA research, which she just does. like quits her dishwasher job, like <laughs> throws the apron at the guy, like opens the dishwasher, pulls out the autoclave, like <laughs> takes it, puts I'm it leaving. in her new lab, just like 
Ah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, so she and some scientists are, are now they're they're making some mRNA in the lab, and they want to see if they can encode it with their own building instructions, and then implant it into a single cell to see if that cell will carry out those instructions, which was to build this specific protein that they can then easily track and measure with a, a scientific instrument called the gamma counter, which kind of measures radiation from from different small things. So uh, in this interview, Carico. Um, describes how they're like injecting the cell for the first time and her and the other scientists are kind of like actually just like hovering over the gamma counter to see if the signature for this specific protein is gonna arise and they're all just kind of like bated breath type thing um, and then they see it and she's elated because now she has concrete proof that her hypothesis is correct she just used mRNA to make a cell produce something it would never produce normally. Awesome. And so she's like, I, this works. This is the thing. This is, this is proof. Now, now people will understand. People will like know that this is important and we can use this as a tool. Um, but uh, not so much. <laughs> no, uh, why? Because, well, Come yeah. On. Once again, like just as she's getting really excited with some promising new data, uh, she gets like this series of, of, of major setbacks. So first the, the transistor guy takes over the lab. He's like, honey, we got to put all this work away. We got to get back to work on transistors. They're like, we don't even use transistors anymore. The government has given me a million dollars and they say otherwise. So get to work, sweet cheeks. Hey, Tony, cue the transistor montage. <laughs> it's actually one of those, like, the, the like, Jacob's Ladder or whatever. They're like, wait, is, is this what you He's think fucked. transistors were? Is this what you would be? He's like, yeah, what do you mean? That's not a transistor? Like, no, that's that's not a transistor at all. Well, this is what I've been experimenting on. <laughs> Jacob Ladder's fucked up, man. I watched oh, that weird. movie not too long ago. I didn't I didn't know that's what it was. I thought it was No, I'm talking about the electric thing. What? Yeah. It's like the thing in all the mad scientists. I uh, I yeah, went yeah. too far. I took the bit too far. Like the electrodes. Dump it. Dump it. I don't know. <laughs> Back to her getting yelled at by the Dr. transistor guy. Carico. No, right. before that. <laughs> the no, Joe, we are. We, you brought us on this tangent. You will bring us back. <laughs> yeah. But um, what was I talking about? Where was I? She's, uh, so she's made setbacks. MRNA setbacks. Actually Thank you. achieve what she was trying to, but yes. then major setbacks. Series of really bad setbacks. Uh, so the scientist she's working under at, at Pennsylvania University, he just up and leaves. And so that was oh, so the transistor guy left. All right. Yeah. And There's normally that might be okay if 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 like a professor leaves. Normally you can still carry on your research because she was like in this lower level position. This like scientist that leaves kind of puts her out of a job and she's without him there. She actually gets demoted um, and no longer really has a position at the university to carry I'm sure on entirely research. merit through merit. I'm sure that they demoted her not because of any inborn characteristics that she has. Surely not. Surely not. Definitely but, not. Uh, yeah. So she's, she's out of, out of, uh, the university of Pennsylvania. So she's got to find another lab or university to take her and her research on, which she does. 
And I should also mention, like, during this time that she's, like, scrambling to find ways to carry on her research, she actually goes through some strife in her personal life where she gets a uh, a brush with cancer. And so uh, she's diagnosed with cancer at this time and has to mm-hmm. uh, go through, you know, all the trials that go with that. Her husband also had to go back to Hungary to deal with a visa issue. So now she's a single mom dealing with the cancer and not having a job necessarily and trying to find ways to continue her research like a, um, yeah oh it's like a Dark lifetime times. movie yeah. yeah hey joe what do you think the transistor guy would have to say about <laughs> this part of her life <laughs> he'd be like uh oops dr carico we've never seen eye to eye i've always believed in transistors but <laughs> i am here to support you in this dark time in your life cancer okay. took my mother and i don't want it to take anybody else and there's like that quiet moment where they yeah, vignette and yeah. fade out beautiful he really turned it around i did that yeah. guy yeah. Yeah, he did yes i'm not that guy <laughs> uh, sorry wes i just wanted to <laughs> no no it's good that's good yeah yeah despite no, no that's like that's a lot guy. like like the <laughs> yeah. fact that she was still working too is just like oh yeah God damn yeah oh. that's so, yeah a lot. She's going through a lot and still she manages to find another lab uh, working under another professor. This professor is actually pretty excited to hear about the research she's doing. But wouldn't you know, just when she's like ready to like cook up some more mRNA, this fucking guy decides to fuck off. And he's what? like, what yeah. the fuck? And he's like, well, now I'm gone too. And you know what? You don't have a lab to do your work anymore. So where anyway, are these professors my... going? They're just finding better you positions in different labs? or It's kind of a mystery but these are all male professors yeah. and in in her defense or to her credit dr carico never alludes to like any sort of um unfair treatment or anything in her right. career but i can't help but wonder if some of these dudes are backing out despite the fact that this looks to be promising research like just because they don't want to seem like they're playing like second fiddle or second banana, Ooh, maybe I should say. Interesting. And yeah. so maybe initially they thought maybe I'll bring this person on and then I can just incorporate their research and then I'll slap my name on the fucking like paper at the end. But then but they realize all, all the work she that is. she's done and like Damn. that she really is. They're just like, you know what? Fuck up. I have I, an alternate theory that you're not going to like. <laughs> yeah, is uh, transistors. What if those scientists. <laughs> no, I'm going to bring back my other recurring bit. Uh, what if those scientists were of the Hebraic persuasion? persuasion? Right. right. <laughs> and they're and like, they just be. realize the truth. Yeah. Yeah. It could what be. was behind the mRNA yeah. development? Could yeah. be. Don't know. It's all speculation. We're just saying Wes and my theories have an equal chance of being true. However, mm-hmm. you have to pick one. You can't believe a mix of them. It's one or the other. So... Yeah, you decide. You just you you choose yeah. choose your own adventure. It was either areas. sexism or anti-Semitism. There's no in betweens. Yeah. No There's no way it could have been both or neither. It has to be one or the other. Yeah. yeah. Let us know what you think. <laughs> but as I've alluded to in the Rosalind Franklin podcast, the academic community, especially in times prior to right now, 
just rife with misogyny. So yeah, man, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's come uh, some ways. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. And part and part of it actually makes me think too. One of the reasons why she doesn't like bring this up is because she's still surrounded by all these dudes, and they're probably of have fragile co- egos, and she can't bring it up yet. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, yeah, fuck. So even if that was the case, we'll. We'll never hear it directly. Of course. Sure. And it's really all intensely speculative at this stage. So totally. anyways, the professor after professor is basically like bailing on yeah. this amazing idea. That right. She well, she has, has cancer too. Been, like, Jesus yeah. fucking yeah. Christ. I mean, this, <laughs> yeah. this woman's life so far just makes me put my own life in perspective yeah. and be like, dude, what? <laughs> what do you even complain about ever right she's just like she's just like she's just like mm-hmm. when i was in my 20s i had cancer i raised kids and i developed the mnra vaccine and i'm like yeah but to be I fair i jacked having... off like over a thousand times that nice. in one day that i was, produced that was two. just enough information <laughs> I, produced... I produced something of value too <laughs> yeah Anyway, so so yeah, she's getting pretty frustrated um, because all she like really needs is a grant, and then she can do everything herself. She can get access to the equipment. She can hire a few people to assist with the research. Um, so Come she's on, writing man, all just of these give me, like, just give me, just give me one auto clip, please. Yeah, please. I'll like, do some transistor research on the side, please. Just one, one little lab. That's all I need. Just a little lab. Just a little lab. I wonder, I wonder if there's mRNA stuff... on the nights and the weekends, and then during the day it'll be all transistors. I promise. I promise. <laughs> i wonder yeah. if this stuff was like over people's heads well yeah it, that yeah. could be that could be the thing like it was still the mrna was still kind of new to the scene and so that very well could could be the case that people just weren't quite sure that it was going to pay off for them so they were less willing to invest i mean that's you, definitely you, like could it's be, not yeah. the 70s anymore right like she didn't move to the states till the 85 and it wasn't like till like the mm. 90s that it really was like this thing right but i feel like mm-hmm. at least I, it feels like there was like as time she had to kind of be patient you know she just had to be patient and like i mean she didn't have to be but like in the sense of like her patience was very important to this like the fact that she just kept at it at, mm-hmm. and it isn't like this thing that like or overnight they just flipped it was like she got a little more here she scraped off a little more there people started taking it more seriously the culture started taking it more seriously yeah um yeah i don't I don't think they did because, well, well, we'll get into it. But so she's writing like all these grant proposals, like in, in hopes of securing funding. Um, so she's basically writing to whatever she thinks might offer her money to continue her research. And so one New Year's Eve, she's like trying to finish this grant proposal to get it in before the deadline. Right. And uh, because there's only like six projects that are going to be selected for grant money. And so she gets it in and not long after she submits it, she gets word that there were actually only seven applicants. She's like, great. Oh, only six projects will be selected. Oh and my there's only God. Seven applicants. Jesus Christ. I must be in. Nope. Sorry. You're oh. the only one not selected. <laughs> oh man. Again, I'm God, sure. This is just like when I was number three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in all of so, Hungary. Great yeah. eight. Uh, but like, yeah, uh, again, probably had nothing to do with the fact that the other six applicants were big-brained males and she was just a small-brained female nothing to do with that <laughs> yeah that's that was sarcasm in case anyone no was no no not I, picking up on that i get yeah, it yeah no yeah no that that's brutal but she's doing 
she's in the midst of bringing it into something that <laughs> begins to get funded. Well, you'd think so. She's basically just reaching out to anyone at this point. Well, she's, she's hustling. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely yeah. hustling. Yeah. Like as <laughs> as as she kind of describes it in, in this uh, interview. She's girl bossing it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank well, you. she's talking to anyone. She's as as she like kind of says in this interview. She's she's basically going into lecture halls and sitting next to people and then trying to strike up a conversation with them that she can then somehow steer towards potential seeking funding. <laughs> Yeah. for her research i feel um, like that's yeah. something i always struggle with in the arts is like i'm like oh man you know if i just got a different job i wouldn't have to try and like you know hustle and like like network and beg for money and then it's like nope nope that's every job that's every fucking job like you just you have yeah. to like you have to do this to it's not it's just a requirement of like every job and has been forever and we just don't talk about it as much for some reason. It's, I mean, yeah, yeah it's it, true. It definitely seems to be a big part of a lot of, a lot of jobs, especially, um, especially the cool scientists trying to scientism. Yeah. Um, Sciencing. So she gets like a few, uh, potential like leads people that seem like they're interested and that they have like potential sources of funding. Um, but all of these channels eventually hit a wall because they always end up canceling meetings once they find out that she's this low-level, unfunded, unpublicized scientist who's woman. never even won a grant. And a woman, yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That must have been discouraging. Yeah, so she's, Yeah, she's just hitting slews of rejections. She has cancer. Like, there's, she's not sure if her husband's going to be able to come back and live with her. Most people at this point might hang up the towel. Uh but no, she does not. She she shakes off the haters. She keeps pushing for the funding. She needs to continue her research. And I guess she's highly motivated because she again, was like, actually the inspiration for um, "Shake It Off" by Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> she Taylor there Swift is, was inspired I by mean, yeah, Dr. No, there is a verse. She there is, is a verse in there about but... mRNA, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, I, I'm sure she was. <laughs> in the Swifty that I am, yeah, I know, I know, I know all of the lyrics. Exactly. No, you're you're a Taylor Swift expert. <laughs> we all know this. Yeah. Uh, Swifties. Um, so Carico is uh, she's she's really not not catching a break here, um, but then she does catch a break. Finally, Taylor Swift writes her legendary song about her, (laughs) and all of a sudden she's catapulted to fame and fortune. Obviously, (laughs) yes. uh, No, Um, damn it. So this is this is years later. Um, So this is now in 1998. Um, So she's been scraping by, um, still trying to refine her mRNA manipulation technique, even though she doesn't really have like a fully funded lab or a lot of the equipment she needs to do proper research. She's still working and refining it. And so um, after 10 years, she finds herself standing at a copy machine uh, because that's, it's 1998 and the internet's still not fully widespread. And a lot of the times, if you want to read journals, you just have to go to a copy machine and make copies of them. So that's what people do at a lot of these universities and stuff. There's just and lineups at the copy doing. machine. That's what she was doing. And she happens to be standing in line at the copy machine and next to this other scientist whose name is Drew Weissman. 
Um, and they strike up a conversation and she learns that Weissman is currently working with Tony Fauci to try and come up with a way to use DNA to make vaccines. With, with who? Oh, snap. With whom? Tony Fauci. Tony Fauci. The big Who's dog. That? Who's that guy? He's this like that scientist dude that's on the news a lot. Um, uh, I think you mean he's he a traitor to his country and all uh, true right, patriots. Right, 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 trying to steal everyone's that's liberty. A guy, that's the guy. That's yeah. the guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's also like a Keebler elf, I think, but. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Sorry. Sorry uh, just you. going right for the appearance. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, a Keebler elf with research yeah. money. Yeah, <laughs> right, with right. serious and, grant money. Yeah, yeah. and Those so where Fauci, that pot of gold is. Yeah, Fauci's got, got <clears throat> the funds, and so. Um, He's got swag. Yeah, He's got so, style. So Weissman's got the connection to Tony Fauci and is working out of Tony Fauci's lab um, on his research. So, and, okay, wait. Mm-hmm. Do you think then if Fauci is connected to Weissman and Weissman is connected to Dr. Carrico, yeah. do you oh, think Dr. Carrico is Q? <laughs> Cute. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm making connections oh, here. Meme. Oh, do you mean I don't think Weissman... I don't think she was making the Q drops. I don't think she could have been making she, the she Q drops. We don't have definitive proof of that. Yeah. If I'm just going to continue my grotesque slander, <laughs> I think I think if you connect the dots, you know, lots of you might get there. Q is anti-Semitic. I've heard who might be a serial killer. I don't I've know. Probably Q, I'm Q's just a saying lot of things that. from what I hear. He's he could be anyone. He doesn't even need to she be. He could be anyone. Q is a. Uh, it's, it's more of an idea, I think. It's a movement. More right. of a a he's strand. Just, he's an ex, he's an expression of the zeitgeist. Um, a, a messenger. Yeah. Who's going to change mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and rewrite things? Mm, it's adding up. It's all adding up. Ooh, damn. Okay, we might have to we might have to break some news in this podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah, this is getting super convoluted. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is it convoluted or the truth? I think it's convoluted. It's convoluted. I know. You didn't have to say it again. That was mean. You could have just let me that have like mean. 10 seconds there. <laughs> that, that was mean. Yeah. Nothing else has been mean so far. No, just this. Um, yeah, so I just want to like point out that so this is in 1998, and so Fauci is already looking at this type of he's already ways tied in to make a vaccine. So when everyone's saying like, oh, you know, what? you know what, I'm just gonna wait for the science to come through on like these vaccines, like they've <laughs> they've been working on it for decades. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So now she's. She's working in 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 Fauci's lab with Weissman, and she's fully funded. Amazing! So they're going to get to work, and they're they're going to use the developments she's done with her mRNA research, and uh, they work on it a bit, make some adjustments, and they get to the point where they want to try and use mRNA to make cells do what they want to do inside of a living animal. Because before it was like just a single cell in a petri dish. Yeah. Now they want to do it in living animals. This yeah. is the big time. That's in awesome. Lab. Yeah. 
they're going to do the lab, they break out the lab mice and the first experiments do do not go so good no <laughs> not another know. setback <laughs> yeah are so you telling they, me there's more setbacks there's more setbacks yeah no. so after they inject the, the lab right. mice with their mrna the mice uh they start to get really sick and like patchy <gasps> hair and frail and they're really not looking so good so uh score one for the anti-vaxxers i think <laughs> indeed <laughs> The, right, the, this is the vaccines made the mice sick. So mm. that's that's likely the position we would have been had it not been for Dr. Carico. We should <gasps> we should note. <laughs> we would have been we would have been a bunch of these sick looking mice with our life expectancy cut in a quarter or whatever. Anyway, yeah. looking adorable eating cheese. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I do that easily. Oh, I'm a that's nibbler. Whole, I, mean, I need I need photographic <laughs> evidence of that. <laughs> Just little nibbles. I actually do. That does look pretty adorable. That's gotta that's gotta be a Patreon doll. Is, you got is, your nibble uh, dials, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an I'm a nibbler. Yeah. If you if you if we do ever have a Patreon and you donate ten bucks a month, you will get a video of the three of us nibbling cheese adorably. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but you gotta pay for, for our it. nibblers list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ten dollar tier is the nibblers category where you get to see us just really nibble the shit out of some good sharp cheddar. Mm, I like soft pop. cheeses. We can get we can get you some soft cheese. They're just not oh, quite yeah. as like you know the nibbling isn't as dynamic. In You're right. All right. Okay. Stick to the hard cheeses. We, we can have fans. tears. It's, it's for the fans. Yeah. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah, it's for the yeah. fans. We can enjoy. Speaking of hard cheese, let's get back to Dr. Fauci. Yes, then so they've hit another hard. No, I got nothing. But <laughs> they have they have hit a somewhat of another setback because these mice are getting sick, and it's like, what? I thought we ironed out all of these problems when I did it the first time in the single cell. It's like, no, 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 no. Now there's a lot of cells. Oh, yeah. oh shit! Yeah. Of course, right. we didn't think like, of the a lot of shit. cells. Yeah, the rest so it's of like the, mouse. the system ah. works differently than the the parts separately. So they're they're doing trial and error. Takes a few more years, um, but Carico and Weissman eventually discover that it had something to do with a single molecule in in their messenger rna their their synthetic messenger rna that was that was causing um the immune system of the mice to to kind of attack it and to make things go awry um so they they learned what that molecule was and then they modified it um by that by... molecule was the covid-19 virus no it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't the covid-19 virus We're not there yet pseudoridine yeah, yes, it was it was pseudo pseudo uridine. Um uh uridine, thank yes, you. By by that's what he meant. Obviously. By modifying that in their mRNA, um, the mice would then integrate the mRNA as expected and start building the proteins that they instructed to. Victory, this is yeah. what she wanted to do. This is what she set out to do, all from her time when she first heard about mRNA in Hungary. This is sort of the culmination of what she's been working for. And now she's like, yes, all of these top level scientists that told me to eat it, like I can tell them to eat it because I did the thing that they told me <laughs> I couldn't do. Eat, it. eat my vaccine, <laughs> eat my mRNA. Yeah, without the pseudouridine. So yeah. you turn all yeah. hairless and weird. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, but um, Tony, 
you're never going to talk about transistors ever again. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) it's gut blow. Yeah. This is new science now. Uh, Yeah. So you'd think that now she, again, like this is breakthrough data. They've proven that, that they can get this thing to boot up and do what they want inside of a living organism. Boom. They're like, come on, let the grant money, let the scientific journals come rolling in. Uh, No. (laughs) Not Ah. what happens. Uh, Transistors got hot again. (laughs) (laughs) The the early 2000s transistor bubble. Future proof. I'm telling you, this bubble will never burst. (laughs) Transistors.com. We got transistors.com, we got transistors.org, and we are working on getting transistors.gov. The, uh, the, 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 the people from Tesla's country will not give that one up, but we are getting close, close to cracking that nut, okay? We are getting close. I can feel it. Transistors, baby! Transistors.com! I'm sorry. <laughs> Just want to make sure all the transistors were at. Uh, meanwhile, back in the mRNA camp... Uh, yeah, they are not getting any sort of recognition, no bumps in their funding. Um, they're actually just struggling to, to get grant money to keep their lab going, uh, despite these groundbreaking new uh, discoveries that they're making. So it's over everyone's head or it's just not, but there's no market, like there's no market application or like practical application. Yeah, I, or it's not, it's not safe for humans. It's. Yeah. Not so it's, it's still not clear. that stretch. Well, yeah, it's it's not because it's, it's done by set. a broad. It's a broad. It's, it's, you can't trust maybe. broads with science. And, and honestly, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rule that out that that is not a a source of of, yeah. of, of, of why why they're not getting the recognition that uh, they think they should. But now he's got they've she's she's partnered with a guy, so you'd think maybe that, oh yeah that's that right that could that could stop that. But um but yeah they've got this the first like, male feminist Drew Weissman. Yeah. They're basically they're they're trying they've got these pa- they've got the papers now they've got the data that shows that this this works and they're 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 bringing it around to everyone in the hopes that someone will publish it and and basically everyone's just giving them the cold shoulder like not even not even publishing it uh, <laughs> which is really must be super frustrating because they're trying to get more funding to continue this research that that will be super impactful and they can't even get the word out there to tell people that it's super impactful they're talking to the guy at the bank and he's like listen you've got your papers you've got your proof you've got everything right in theory what you need is a story (laughs) now transistors transistors (laughs) have a story i can i can sell transistors (laughs) i cannot sell this mrna thing never goes down uh yeah so like again, this is this is somewhat of a mystery why no one wanted to invest. Like they even went so far as like to try and get away from academia, and then like they just made a company to try and like lure just potential inventors Investors. that that yeah. weren't ha- affiliated with academia in any way. Still, no no takers. Maybe because they didn't have any uh, data published in credible journals. Uh, <laughs> maybe because they didn't have any data published in yeah. credible they, journals, they guys. Can't fucking get this shit out there. Yeah. Uh, so no one's caring about RNA. No one wants to run their story. No one wants to hear what they have to say. Uh, even despite the fact they've just proven its uh, potential. But just when things look like they're back to square one, 
something good happens. Uh, this is now they've been trying to shop. They've been trying to get the word out for, I guess, like another probably like decade. So so now we're in. I, I seriously thought I, I, I hadn't turned the page on your outline. And when you were like, something good happens, I was going to be like, Wes is not going to say COVID-19. Like, no, <laughs> no. And then I was like, okay, okay. I, th- I thought it was going to happen. And then I was Amazing. like, I'm not even going to make that something, joke because something, something, because like, something incredible happens. Right. Something so beautiful, you'll never believe it. I wonder. Like, that makes me wonder if she actually thinks COVID-19 was like a blessing in disguise. But she says she does not think oh, that. He made me cool again, yeah. baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now I know how the transistors guy feels. <laughs> I think his the... name was Tony. I don't really remember him. No, no, no. That was his partner. Right. <laughs> Fauci. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Different Tony. <laughs> yes. There's two Tonys in this story. Keep up, everybody. Come Everyone's on. Everyone's Tony. Um, so now we're in 2013, and she's giving a lecture about mRNA. And the founder of a company called BioNTech, which is a German company, small German company at this point, um, happens to be in the room. His name is Uger Sahin and tells her that he understands exactly what she's trying to do with her research. And he pretty much like on the spot offers her a job at BioNTech if, yeah. if she wants it. And she does want it because she's yeah, still Dr. not Carico. stable. Yeah. So she takes this job and she finally has like some stability in her life. Uh, like back to Europe, which she hasn't had for the past yeah, 20 years. Back to I Hungary feel. immediately. <laughs> yeah. um, and so this it would is be funny if she was like, I'm just, I'm just not used to stability. I need something. And she's like, Oh God. It's a guy with a chair or something. She breaks both Just her legs. Just to be like, oh, okay, now they're like, why did you do that? We were, he's going to charge you with assault mobile. She's like, I needed something to set me off yeah, balance. I, I'm used to that. I, I thrive under in chaos. Uh, it was the transistor guy. <laughs> uh, That's how Tony transistor met his end. She just hit him with a chair. Uh, yeah, so this is in 2013, and so it's not long after this that BioNTech um, collaborates with Pfizer to start making a influenza vaccine that uses mRNA. Uh, so this is, yeah, probably like 2014, around there. Wow. Um, so yeah, the mRNA vaccine has been in development for, it, or was in development, I should say, for like, yes, whatever, seven years, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so not something that they they just made. It seems like they just made it within the span of a year. But again, that's only because the foundation that Dr. Carrico already had. Um, so she gets to work uh, on developing this this would have been the would have been the world's first uh, mRNA flu vaccine, and she's working on it for a few years. But then something really bad happens. <laughs> And that is the COVID nineteen pandemic. Oh, I'm uh, so glad you said it was bad. You heard of it? You've, you've heard so of glad it, right? some of us are saying good things on saying <laughs> normal, adjusted, well adjusted things on this podcast. Yeah. Well, I guess yes. Mm. Depends how you look at it, but some people <laughs> I mean, really <laughs> made out good in this pandemic. <laughs> That's actually a good point. That's a really yeah. good point. Guys. Uh, many of them being <clears throat> these uh, BioNTech. <laughs> Uh, Pfizer yeah. type people. These 150 billion euro companies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
So don't worry, really they're a small company. They could use the money. The spot. <laughs> this, yeah, little, little, I'm little, sure they put it all guys. right back into their. They really needed that boost. Yeah. 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 But so now, so now we're in the pandemic and uh, it's ramping up and BioNTech realizes that they're in the unique position to help because they've already spent years uh, researching the mRNA vaccine. Um, thanks in all parts to the work that Dr. Carrico did. Uh, and because of our work, the vaccine is already pretty much at the point of, of human trials before the pandemic has even hit. So it's like the the mRNA science is already to human trials. So it's it's not this thing that was made overnight. Like, yes, it, it took it took her decades to come up with the research and get get all of the pieces in place and to find that one molecule that was like fucking everything up. Well, it's like, um, you know what they say, like when you get injected with the vaccine, you're not just getting injected with that one dose of vaccine. You're getting injected with the 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 20 years of experience that right. that vaccine brings to the table. It's true. Yes. That vaccine stands on the shoulders of, of giants. Well, at least one giant. And that giant. She was a there. giant this <laughs> whole time. I wish she'd led with I that. I didn't mention the gigantism, but it was, <laughs> I didn't think it was relevant. To that was story. maybe, maybe that's the reason she couldn't get <laughs> those yeah, professors got intimidated. Get so just like, yeah. like, oh man, you, you bashed the roof off another, you she stood would, up straight she, and you knocked the roof off of the lab again. She, she keeps on stepping on my bones in the parking lot. <laughs> She shakes, she shakes their hand, and it's just like bam, bam. She bends all the stuff. transistors. <laughs> <laughs> she just grabs them and she bends them. It's like those aren't transistors. We told you these are transistors. Um, yeah. So, so she, Carico had already done like ninety percent of the work. Yeah, kind to of get just us to the finish line. The equivalent of like a tweak. I mean, obviously, a tweak is glossing over a bunch of hard work, and yeah whatever but mm -hmm. relatively yeah. speaking like this was like primed and ready for like a few adjustments and then yeah so yeah, it's that's like, amazing I, I just want to try and like put that into perspective like how long it took mm -hmm. her to get to the point that it was at already right when the pandemic hit so if she hadn't spent like those decades like trudging her papers around trying to get funding from anyone she could so she could continue her, her research like where where would we have been when the pandemic? Oh, yeah. I don't even want to think. Years behind. Yeah. Yeah. Years behind. Yeah. yeah. So when the pandemic does hit, like she knows immediately, like she's got this silver bullet that could like help fight against the pandemic. Fuck yeah. She knows it. Awesome. She knows it. Mm -hmm. Uh and so so now the BioNTech influenza vaccine uh gets modified to target the corona 19 virus and it's it's relatively easy to do all they have to do is know which protein um is vital to the virus infecting like cells and we know we already know that that it's the spike protein you may have heard of it in in new segments or whatever but that is the protein that that is kind of key to um COVID-19 infecting our cells. And so the virus uses that protein kind of like it's like a hydrogenic needle. It like injects itself into the cell and then it pours its stuff into the cell, which then makes it and then it bursts out of the organism. And that's how Sounds you're hot. Yeah. <laughs> Very hot. Virus infection is is it's uh it's kind of kinky. All this injections of proteins and <laughs> yeah. bursting fluids. I 
<laughs> so it renders it renders the spike protein um, useless. Uh, <laughs> and that's and that. Oh, gives, I'm feeling that, it here. That makes it so the virus doesn't have anything to yeah. target. Uh, yeah, yeah. It kind of like it's it. How it works is like it goes it goes into your cells and then it tells the mRNA that that they would inject tells your cells to make to make like essentially the spike protein. And then, so your body will naturally make, or not naturally, it will so start the spike making protein spike protein. Is the good guy. No, in this sense, like it's it's still kind of bad. But when the mRNA, they tell how it works is like they tell the mRNA that they're synthesizing, they encode it to tell your cells to make the spike protein. Yeah. And then when you're injected with that, your body sees that, and your cells start making the spike protein. But then that is what kickstarts your immune system because your immune system then sees the spike protein like, whoa, too many and is like oh no that's wrong we need so, to fight okay, that spike protein they're and like then, yeah it's and, it's like when, the antibodies. and then and then when the virus comes around and starts it's, targeting those same you, proteins your body's like uh, 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 yeah uh, we've seen you before yeah hey, exactly. well, fuck right <laughs> off with that bullshit yes and and so that's 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 kind of how it works it's like yeah the immune system kicks in and starts making the antibodies so yeah like the spike proteins that your body creates from the vaccine are more like the transistor guy like they're they're (laughs) sort of like an antagonist but there's like a there's like a a gray area where they sort of like and there's (laughs) there's a mutual respect and they're not they're not the the true antagonist they just sort of represent you know immaculate uh, analogy Yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah the spike yes. proteins are like Tony transistors. That's that's what I've got here. <laughs> that's what I've got. Here. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm yes. checking my notes here. I'm just seeing Tony transistors, yeah. <laughs> spike proteins. Right. <laughs> what can Pretty go much. wrong? Um, yeah. 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 So that's basically how the immunization works when you get uh, an mRNA vaccine. Um, and Carico wasn't even apprehensive at all when they began the first human trials. Like she was so confident in her science, like she wasn't nervous at all. Most you know people who you else think like, oh, you people could never, die if this happens. You know who else has never been nervous and always been sure of themselves? Q. Q. I'm just he, saying. He's always sure of himself. Saying. He is. He's never been wrong, I don't think. Q. <laughs> no, somehow he just ends was up a double agent right. this whole time. Not a not a once. I'm sorry, so, everybody. I've been I've been really going on a Q deep dive. Oh yeah. yeah. Sounds, ho- sounds I mean, wholesome. I'm totally red pilled now. I was gonna tell you guys before we started recording, but I didn't have well, time. Thanks for saving uh, it for yeah, real no, at this stage. No, uh yeah, no, I I don't mean I'm yeah, okay. This is the, I'm tan I'm tangenting too much, but I've been I've been just, you know, doing the tour of, of this thing we call Q. I don't you know what I'm saying. You guys did know you, what I mean. I feel like I have listen, to explain myself. I'm, did you listen I'm, to the reply all episodes about Q? No, I haven't yet. I'm listening to another I, one. I, might, I think I did. Yeah, they're was that the one good. where they like reveal who they think it is. It's, yeah, yeah. Totally. I think I listened they have to that a couple one. of episodes. It's, it's quite in depth. It's very convincing. I think. I think yeah. shows who it was. No, yeah. I've been listening to the the QAnon Anonymous podcast. That's it's, oh, okay. That's all you need. That's all you need. I didn't want. I didn't want to shout out another podcast, but those guys are cool. They seem. Well, like, I, already, I don't know. They're bigger. Than I already us. shouted out a defunct podcast. Oh yeah, that's first. right. I didn't so, even know. Yeah, a defunct union busting podcast. Yeah, exactly. They both please have us on. Please pay me. Union bus. No. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I will say whatever. No. Yes, as you no. should. Um, <laughs> just egg me on. Yes, yes. Say it. Say it all as you should. And take it back. Yes. Be a coward. Yes. 
<laughs> no, let them fight. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a devil agent this whole time. Ah! <laughs> Just like the transistor guy. I don't know. Um, okay, so she makes this vaccine and it's great. Everybody loves it. It's great. And we all take it. It's massively well, successful. And everyone, the pandemic is globally defeated to, forever. Enough people to blunt the edge of a global yeah. pandemic and make it so that if not completely dropping an infection rate, at least the transmission rate goes down and the death rate amongst vaccinated individuals goes down as well, yes. which is enough to gradually halt uh, what would otherwise be con a continuing. And I mean, it still kind of is because it's definitely still on that stage, but this, the recent numbers are that it's having an impact. It's noticeable. No, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and and like we hear, like you you will hear lots of people like, oh, it's like you will get breakthrough cases in Delta, but um, every all the new cases that people are getting, at least the people that are in ICUs, are all still unvaccinated people. So yes, the, even if you do catch COVID, it's going to be much less severe case if you're vaccinated, likely. So yeah, it's it it helps regardless of if you never get COVID, which it definitely helps against or even if you do get covid it, it still helps because your spike proteins got pre-buffed and your body got pre-buffed to counter those spike proteins so when the real thing came around there was a nowhere to go right it it's it definitely like gives your immunity a boost so um so yeah get the vaccine cool uh, but uh so yeah she she was totally nonchalant when like she got the call saying that the human trials were a massive success. Uh, there's this really cute like anecdote she tells in this interview that when she got the call, she she doesn't drink. She she never kept champagne on ice. She says, uh, but after she got the call, she she just puts on the phone and turns to her husband and very nonchalantly, she's just like, "It worked." <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, oh my and gosh. Says, and then she says she she ate an entire box of goobers. Which, which are a little, <laughs> I remember being like a, a movie concession snack, but I didn't even, I didn't even know they were still around. I didn't, I didn't think goobers were still a thing. So you're saying she really splashed out. <laughs> she, she, really, she really splashed out. But yeah, good for her. That's she's well deserved. So, she's just like so humble and I love it because yeah. like, yeah, she like, yeah, Moderna then goes on and, and uses the same technology to make their mRNA vaccine, or maybe it's at the same time. I know it's definitely a race. I don't know which one came out first. Um, and and yeah, like I mentioned, these vaccines are just good. They're like amazing by vaccine standards. Most vaccines, I think, if it's at least sixty percent effective, is considered pretty good. And and like the the Pfizer, BioNTech, and, and Moderna vaccines, I think, are ninety percent or over ninety percent effective. Which like is are they paying us? Astoundingly, are they good. paying us to say this? Uh, they're paying me. I don't know oh. if you got a call, but <laughs> and, ah, why did I, you guys, you, you, that day we were signing all the, the endorsement contracts for the show. The big, Wes yeah, was just you like, missed the big don't worry, ones, Joe, Joe, we'll take care of it. We'll handle it. And I'm yeah, like, you yeah. Had and I just, you had somewhere yeah. to be. I was like, like, yeah, uh, we'll just sign <laughs> guys, I gotta like, Joe will figure yeah, it I don't, out. I don't know why I did that. That was really stupid of me. <laughs> it's it's yeah. all cool. We'll take you yeah, out to lunch. I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate it. It's the least that Wes can do. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's like, yeah, the best part is is that when she uh, when it was time for her to go get her vaccine, um, they had this sort of informal kind of like ceremony to 
kind of commemorate her work and, and give it some significance. Um, and they gave it at the uh, the injection site, which was at the University of Pennsylvania, where she spent most of her time getting turned down for research grants. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, those motherfuckers. Excuse yeah. my language. Yeah, uh, it's gotta be like, you know, when you just, you know, when you like, there's a, you're in a physical place in your life, and you're in, and you're in a, like a, a like, emotional place in your life where you're not doing great. And how like that physical place can become associated with that, like those terrible emotions or those terrible feelings that you're going through at the time. Like you got to wonder if there was a little bit of that and this wasn't like a, yeah. Oh, uh, this wasn't like a complete redemption. Yeah. I hope so. Sorry, suckers. But it doesn't seem like she has spiteful. She doesn't. That's the thing. It's yeah. like you see, you see her in these interviews and she's got absolutely no kind of like venom in her at all. And and she was even asked directly in this interview if she thought like she was mistreated and by like like all of these male scientists and things like that. And again, like this could be like somewhat chorus because she's still working with them. But she's like, no, I never thought I was treated any differently. I just wanted to do the science like she and she says like in, in other kind of interviews they're like don't you uh it's like you're you're kind of thrust into the spotlight now don't you don't you don't you think you want like kind of credit for for all this work you did rather than like BioNTech and Pfizer taking all the credit and she's kind of like she's like no I I think the people on the front lines are the ones that really deserve the credit the people that are putting their life on the Amazing. line like I just she did just- what I wanted to do. I loved going is- into the science. I love going to the lab every day and like kind of playing detective work, trying to figure out what, what it was that wasn't working with the vaccines. And yeah. I was just doing what I love. I wasn't exposed to any danger. And yeah. And so that's kind of the person that, that she seems to be just keeping it 100. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy though. Cause like, how can you be that humble? Like, uh, she has perspective it seems like right like again the whole having the vision at a young age that it was what she wanted to do it was what and just like grabbing onto it and running with it um i don't know it just gives you i guess i don't know some sort of perspective and like everything else is just kind of noise and you're like yeah yeah people are going to be weird and people are all wrapped up in their ego and maybe to a certain degree she is too but Mm -hmm. she also knows that sometimes or it seems like she realizes that her human ego, like everyone's is just as likely to stand in your way at times. I hope she got to be a little cocky about it. Like, I hope there were a couple well, of no, times where she just like, don't you see the goobers in a little, the, 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 the slight turn to her partner to say it worked. Like that uh, is, the, that is it, the total flex because think, think about the, I knew it. I, knew it would work. I don't know, man. Think, I would think about I would the media be... environment. Think about the media environment these days. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't need to do shit. And if you're the loudest and like most vulgar and whatever, I'm then not... you, then you get the, then you get the time, then you get the spotlight. Instead, this is like the exact opposite of that. I know. And I'm in, not saying, I, I, I'm not saying she should have been all vulgar about it. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not saying like literally vulgar, like swearing and like doing weird vulgar things, but like <laughs> turning bit. it in, turning it into a, uh, an opportunity to grandstand is more what I meant, which mm-hmm. in this case, relative to her, what I'm gathering is her personality would seem like a vulgar, a vulgar departure from, 
from yeah, her. Yeah, I'm just character. saying I hope she got to rub <laughs> yeah. it into those the transistor guy a little. I don't she, know. She totally <laughs> did. And I guess what I'm saying is I think just like eating a box of goobers and saying it worked and being <laughs> and being yeah. that confident and Love it being it. 90% effective when like yeah. the average the bar is 60%. Yeah. Like and, all of this yeah, stuff is yeah. just like yeah, it's I flexing know, I for it. her in a way that you, you couldn't like no mic drop right. is going to do any of that right i just want a little pettiness you know i want to live just to humanize her a little you know i know that's I, fair I, I was actually trying to like <laughs> make her have more her relatable to me a like petty that, person yeah <laughs> I, was, I was inserting the things of saying like come on there has to have been like some misogyny there like i was trying to like add that to her because she is she, like she seemed completely like altruistic and yeah it's a little uh it's a little crazy, especially when you like think how mind blowing it is when you follow that thread and you see that it's only through her sheer tenacity yeah. as a scientist that we're even starting to come out of this pandemic now. Like she literally saved the world almost single handedly. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. insane. Yeah. And uh, I, I will say at this point, like she's been impressing me so much that her anti-Semitism no longer matters. It's just, <laughs> it's just an adorable character quirk. I could mm-hmm. care less. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I do think that, um, you know, <laughs> it's kind of a shame to think about how much more she could have done if it just wasn't as much of a like yeah, slog you, you wonder, to find funding you wonder, for those years maybe, that she wasn't able to pursue her mm-hmm, research. Yeah. It's true. And it's, we look at where it's going right now and it's like, yes, in she will be written about in history books. She will be written about yeah. in science. Yeah, totally. like, she yeah. is going to go down in, in the annals of history, as I like to say. But like for now, <laughs> she doesn't need any of that spotlight. She's perfectly fine with like the pharma corporations, like media teams handling all the interviews and making the headlines. She just needs a little funding to keep doing her research. Keep stocked like, up on goobers. Yeah. <laughs> and the yeah. occasional <laughs> box of goobers. Yeah. That's all she needs. Delightful. She's good to go. Oh my gosh. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad I found out about this human. Yeah. yeah like I, a- I imagine like, yeah, I, I've, I've had this one kind of in the back of my mind for a while. Cause this is, this is exactly the type of, second banana that i like to talk about uh, yeah and like it's a good example timeless it's a really good example of one that doesn't really have like i mean i guess in a way like fauci would we could have made fauci her like top banana or whatever but it's more like Mm -hmm. those rare ones where any of those peers from back in the day yeah i was just more posing it as like the because like moderna and and pfizer biotech they're the ones that big time like you kind of you think about when you think about these mRNA vaccines and I just wanted to put a name behind the the scientists that actually totally. did a lot of the work. Yeah. But yeah, as, as I was saying, like uh, you mentioned, Craig, like how you wonder where this technology would be had she maybe received that very fir- first grant that she applied for. Well, it's like you look at some of the things that uh, the mRNA um, kind of like uh, technology that that they've derived is being used for now. It's it's uh, kind of stuff like um, like almost any illness that you can think of. They're 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 starting to work at it, but things that are like closer down the pipe to like maybe being an actual treatment for is stuff like um, a universal coronavirus vaccine, a sickle cell immunity, a cure for malaria. Um, there's also uh, they're working on vaccines for a number of allergies, like including I they, peanuts. Um, I thought they so had a cure for malaria stuff. already. Um, I know Bill Gates is working on something. I, I didn't. Oh, they have they have a treatment. It is not oh, a right. Cure you have to get it first. It's but not there, like no, th- yeah, you're right. There is a vaccine for malaria that just 
that was just announced not too long ago. Probably um, thanks to mRNA, it, that right? Actually, it very well might be. I didn't I didn't look into if it was an mRNA vaccine. Um, actually, might not be because I feel maybe we'd have heard more about it. Either if it way, was, but... she succeeded enough that it doesn't have to be, but yeah. it'll be cool if it is. Yeah, and so like, and now mRNA is being seriously considered as a potential treatment for pretty much all illnesses. So it's exploded. Wow. Like she did yeah. it. Like her dream came true. She did it. Pretty impressive. Yeah. But you know what? I'm a, I'm a little bit underwhelmed. I feel like you could probably wake me up when she figures out how to crack uh average white dude Titus. Yeah. <laughs> You'll call me when her. she figures out transistor vaccines. <laughs> Might be waiting a while. Uh but yeah, yeah, living legend. Look her up. You can Dr. She's Catalin Tati Carico. She's a good one. Thanks, Wes. Yeah, that was thanks, a good gents. episode. And I, I didn't I hope I didn't make it too annoying. No. This time. Just <laughs> annoying um, enough. I wonder if people are ever like, oh God, is it gonna be a, a like annoying bit, Joe, or is it gonna be like overly serious, constantly interrupting everyone, Joe? You never know what you're gonna get on this show, but uh, I hope it's a I've, mixed bag. Uh, yeah, I hope you all enjoyed this episode as much as we did. Um, mm-hmm. As always, yeah, uh, thanks you so can, much. Yeah, thank you for listening. And uh, we, as always, you can find us. We're at to the number two bananas pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can email us secondbananaspod at gmail.com with suggestions for episodes, uh, which one of us you think is the cutest and which one of us uh, you think would win in a fight. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it, it wouldn't be me. That's for sure. I have nunchucks. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Depends and what kind uh, of yeah. fight. <laughs> um, uh, does anyone else have anything they want to plug before we jump out here? Mm. No. Thanks for the sweet episode, Wes. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah what, a vaccine. Yeah. what a ride. What a ride. Please give there us fun. Please give us some uh, five star ratings, etc. on the Fama. iTunes. Yeah. Get those vaccines in your body. Uh, <laughs> and praise God Fauci. Uh, thank you, <laughs> everyone. We'll see you next time on Second Bananas. Bye. Bye. Bye.